Hi, my name is Valerie Lewis, and I'm having a seat at the table with Wiley Brazier. Come have a seat at the table. You've got a seat at the table. Welcome everyone to A Seat at the Table. My name is Wiley Brazier V and I am your host. Today we have another phenomenal guest. Her name is Valerie Lewis. Hello Valerie, how are you? Hey Wiley, I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for having me at the table. It is definitely my pleasure to and an honor to have someone like yourself here at the table with us today. Uh, for those of you who don't know about Valerie, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. She, first off, she's a wife to a soul singer and a mother of three children. She has one that's 11, 8, and 4. Those are Carson, Xander, and Bella, respectively. She is an educator of 18 years in the field with her journey beginning at the elementary level and currently stemming into the secondary level. She has served in private and public settings and across the states of Florida, Maryland, and for the last 12 years, she's been in Georgia and works particularly with students with learning disabilities. She is dedicated to the transformation of learning through engagement for all students. She holds a bachelor's in elementary education from Oakwood University in Huntsville, Alabama, a master's in special education from Howard University in Washington, DC, and recently her education specialist in leadership from Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. She is currently transitioning into the role of an assistant principal where she can further support and advocate for the need of students with disabilities. Her philosophy is that one size fits one and learning has to be activated in authentic and meaningful ways with the assistance of the village. Her mission is to show that learning is lifelong and ultimately transforms. Again, Valerie, welcome to the show and thank you again for having a seat at the table with the audience and I today. Thank you. Um, you you've been doing some great work with special education there. Um, that is like really phenomenal. And, and I just uh, had the opportunity to read through and, and see that you are transitioning into the role of an assistant principal. Are you excited yeah. about that? I am excited about it. And to tell you the truth, I, I always thought that my place would be right there in the classroom. I, I love being right there with my sleeves rolled up doing the work, but I understand the larger impact and influence that I can have at that administrative level. And so I'm excited to see how I can further support teachers and get them also to do the great work that, you know, I know needs to be done. Well, I'll tell you one thing, we definitely need uh, more great uh, instructional people as administrators in schools. Absolutely, you're right. So I know that also you're a member of the uh, digital equity, PLN for ISTE, and then also you do some great things with uh, uh, something called Pass the Scope, EDU, right? Correct. So um, I want to talk more today about the Pass the Scope EDU. First off, can you tell everyone what is Pass the Scope EDU? 
Well, Past the Scope EDU is a community of educators that would love to amplify the voice of others. Um, we know in this industry, as well as any other industry, you're going to have those go-to people that kind of become the voice and the representatives of everybody else. And oftentimes, those are the only voices that you get to hear. But we know the true work happens on the ground level, and there's so many other people that don't have a platform, not that they don't have a voice, they don't have a platform so that that voice and that work can be amplified. And so as a community, we decided to come together to be able to amplify just what's happening in classrooms, in districts, in schools, in buildings, everywhere. And so we decided to do that through Periscope as a platform to live stream. So we're really breaking down those barriers and those walls and taking you right there to the forefront of what's happening. Now, for everyone who does not know what Periscope is, uh, can you tell them exactly what Periscope is? Absolutely. So Periscope is a live stream device, um, which you can access from your home or you can watch on replay uh, from the computer. And so what Periscope allows you to do is just as you're... Um, as you've done video conferences before, it's an on-screen device which allows you to stream out live in real time to viewers all across, not just the country, but across the world and the globe. And so we're thankful for platforms like Periscope that allows us to, to reach people that we never thought possible. I really like that idea and and for those of my listeners and and watchers that are more interested in periscope um they can download the app uh for android and iphone correct correct that's correct it's available on both platforms and it is a totally free app this is a free app right it is a free app. We love free. If you know anything about educators, you're going to know. We are all about the freebies as much as we can get. And you can also access it from your web browser if you want to watch it almost like a um, streaming television network, kind of like your Netflix and your Hulu. So you can go right there to periscope.tv. Um, and be able to just watch channels and see who's live, who are the featured broadcasts, and tune in that way as well. That is cool. Free 99 sounds good to me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so then how long has Past the Scope been around? Past the Scope has been around for just a little over two years. Um, April of 2016 is when we launched. And so here we are just a you know, a little over two years later and going stronger than ever. So I know, I know you mentioned uh, a little bit about uh, what it is, but like, how did this come to be? Like, what was the, what was the main inspiration for it? Well, there are a group of us that came out of the Edumatch community, which is uh, run by Sarah Thomas. And, you know, five of us, we were just having this conversation about, a lot of times, you know, as teachers, people don't give us enough credit as humans, point blank, period. Um, they feel as though everything that we do is truly centered around education. And that's true to a certain degree. 
because we are public figures, whether we want to be or not. But then we thought, how cool would it be if people could take a look at the other interests that we have as educators? You know, I'm married to a soul singer, so music is heavy in our household. You know, we had other educators that talked about being into culinary, photography, um, beatboxing. And we thought about how cool would it be if people could just see us in a different light as educators. And so we thought, how might we be able to get this out there? And so that's how researching a few um, platforms, we decided that Periscope would be the best one. So through that, through that challenge, we decided, okay, we need to get on Periscope and we're going to show the world we're not these stiff, boring, ugly, sweater-wearing people <laughs> that don't have a life. And, um, you know... And that we're actually cool. You know, we're down to earth. We're hilarious. We're humorous. We've got a great sense of personality. We're intelligent. And so we wanted people to see that other side of us as well. That's great. That's great. I, I really like that. I really like that. So, so then if we're discussing a variety of different things, sounds like it, and uh, what are some of the topics that have been discussed in like past past the scope edus? What are some of the things that you all have you know broadcast about or 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 talked about? So um, each month we pick a hashtag and we're very intentional about the hashtag for the theme of that month. We try to play on words, so to speak, and that includes spelling. And what we do is throw that out to the community. And everyone brings their own interpretation to the table. And that's what makes it unique because you're not hearing 30 educators saying the same thing over and over and over again, back to back. We all have our own spin on it. So um, the month of May, uh, the most recent one that we've done was made for this. And we spelled that M-A-Y letter D for this. And so your interpretation of made for this could have been from any perspective that you wanted to. It could have tied into education. It could have tied into a personal anecdote or story. And um, so you kind of think about those kind of things. Um, so we've had made for this. We've had what if, which leads to the endless possibilities. Um, in May, we also did earlier in the um, May the 4th be with you. So playing on the Star Wars theme. Some people spoke directly on the Star Wars perspective. Some of us talked about being Jedis in this field of education and um, having, mm. you know, having that, um, that, that will to be those thought leaders and those innovators in this space. But also talking about may the force be with you, knowing that it's the end of the school year and it's the time where we may just want to throw in the towel. You may... <laughs> You say, look, if that kid says something to me, it's going to be the end. And so just thinking about the different aspects and the, you know, the, um, the interpretations that can come from that, the possibilities were endless. Um, so the list goes on and on. If you think about 24 months of scoping and all the different hashtags that we've come up with, um, you know, Thanksgiving time, we talk about, um, you know, uh, you know, either I think we might have done gratefully so and 
everybody talking about those things that you were grateful for, whether it was family, friends, it was a situation that you've gone through. Uh, so the possibilities are endless. And I think that's what makes the community so powerful because it's not scripted and it's not cookie cutter. You truly get to interpret it how you want, put your creative spin on it. And there's no wrong. There is no wrong. Everybody's interpretation is absolutely right. So, so then what do you think, since you all went to Periscope to do this, um, what do you think, and just full disclosure to my audience, by the way, I have also participated in Periscope EDU as well, uh, but what do you think the, the, the value or the power of video is? Well, you know what? We're in such an age where we like access. I think the visibility piece of it makes it transparent. Someone being able to look on the screen and see someone who looks like them. For me, an African-American female. For you, an African-American male. And just being able to say, wow, you know, she's doing that. And, and being able to take a look and a view, but then to be able to hear my voice. And, you know, cause they could read it in a blog post. But there's something about the inflection in my tone. There's something about the passion that drives it, that speaks to the heartstrings of people. And you just can't beat it. You know, recently, you know, we, we just came off the road, so to speak, at ISTE. Well, guess what? A lot of people that blog, if they weren't able to blog in the moment, they're curating those blogs now. But the power in us being able to hit a button and bring people in the moment right then and there you know someone sitting in Australia you know on the other side of the world on a different time zone in their pajamas watching ISTE as it's unfolding you just can't beat that and to, to know that they can ask a question I think that we were doing um, Trisha, Trisha Fugelstad she was doing the tutorial and to see people asking questions in real time to say, can you ask her this? Can you ask her that? Can you ask her this question? And I was able to write then and there say to Trisha, hey, Trisha, someone on Periscope is asking a question right now. How do you do this? And she was able to pause what she was doing, give an answer, and that person be able to get it in real time. That's the power and that's the value of being able to live stream. That leads me right into my next question, which I know that Past the Scope EDU takes place once a month. And can you remind our audience uh, what day and time or what day that is? Yes, every third Thursday of the month. So in, you know, you pop up, if you give us a list a few days ahead of time, you want to join us on a scope, just know every third Thursday of every month, we'll be going live from sunup to sundown. And we'd love to have your voice on there too. So feel free to join us on that. And so are there any other, uh, I know you say you just came off of ISTE, which, you know, we all live streamed a few different events. I mean, from keynotes to, uh, to sessions and it was just a really great time. I know I had an awesome time at ISTE and with Past the Scope EDU. Um, but are there any other times other than that recent event at ISTE um, or on the, uh, the third Thursday of each month that um, any of the 
uh, members of Passoscopy DU broadcast live? Well, you know what? The community members, if there's something special going on at their school or their building, because we're all following each other in the community because it's about amplification, if I get a live notification on my phone, you know, someone may be periscoping this awesome award ceremony happening at their school or maybe a PD session. So it's really up to you whenever you feel most comfortable to share the goodness, like we like to say, the goodness happening in your building, in your district, whether it's a PD session, whether it's a cultural event, um, whether it is you know, some people even go as far as personal trips. Like yesterday, uh, Ron was showing his family out on the lake. So no matter, there is no time restriction on when you can share learning. Learning happens at every turn. And so whenever you feel most comfortable, start a broadcast and the community is going to be there or somebody will possibly be there to catch it live or will be able to catch it on replay. So, hey, it's up to you, really, when you go live. Okay, great. So, Past the Scope is not a closed community then? Absolutely not. It is not a closed community. It's actually top-heavy for educators right now. But we would love to intersect with people in the business world. We would love to intersect with community leaders and politicians because at the end of the day, um, as Wiley had read earlier, with, as you, um, you know, read there earlier, it's really about the village. And we know we can't do this work alone. So we really need to find a way to bridge everyone in on this. So it's not a closed community. Come in when you can, how often you can. And when the time does not permit for you to, it's okay. There's no judgment. It's a judgment-free zone. That's cool. So is there any specific equipment that you need other than the Periscope application in order to broadcast? The only equipment you need is a phone and internet connection. If you've got that, you are ready to scope. So all you need is this little th device here. Got you a smartphone, you've got some internet connectivity, you're good to go, you're ready to go. And the thing is, we won't set you up for failure. The community is very supportive. We'll do a private tutorial session with you. We will make sure that, you're, um, that you know how to start the broadcast, label the broadcast. We'll make sure you know how to officially pass the scope to the next person coming after you. We'll make sure you know how to turn your camera around, stop the broadcast, so you're not freaking out on camera live with viewers. So you'll definitely have that support. We'll make sure your image quality is clear, your sound quality is clear before you decide to actually uh, go live. So we'll do that in a private session amongst ourselves so that you know the world doesn't have to see you practicing. So we'll make sure that you're equipped and ready to go because that's what we are, we're all about. It's all about support. We won't put you in a position to look bad or be embarrassed. That is great. That is great. And we were, you were talking about the power of video earlier. And that's one reason why we also have, even with the Seat at the Table podcast, yes, many people listen to it audio, but we also have the video as well. 
because like you said, you know, it's nothing like being able to see someone and connect with them uh, as well, visually as well. That's right. That's right. So, so then where can they find more information about Pastor Scope EDU? Well, you can definitely go to our website, Pass the Scope EDU, and that's two E's next to each other. So scope and edu.com. So if you go to our website, you'll be able to kind of go back and see some of the things that we um, covered with ISTE, some of those uh, community members that were scoping, some of the sponsors that made that happen. You'll be able to find the sign-up sheet that you can get onto if you want to scope with us on the upcoming monthly scope. So we'll be able to do our next broadcast in July. So if you want to do that, just look for that on our website as well. And everything that you need to know about our community is there, how we got started, our backstory. So that's going to be our best bet. And, you know, while I have the opportunity on Twitter, you won't necessarily see a Pass the Scope EDU account because, you know, we were on fire on Twitter. And I think Twitter seemed to think that we were a bot. And so they shut down our Twitter account. So on Twitter, if you do try to follow us, you will need to follow us as a hashtag. So if you use hashtag past the scope edu on Twitter, you'll be able to see all the videos that everyone has done. But we certainly, if you've got some playing power, we need you to reach out to those folks at Twitter and say, hey, this is an awesome community here. Y'all need to restore that account so these folks can continue to spread the positive message of things happening in um, education. I know they love scandal. But we're not about no scandal. We're not doing anything ratchet here. We want, <laughs> we want people to know about the goodness happening in education. We want those stories amplified. I know that's right. You know, because when you talk about education, I'm a firm believer in us being our own best PR, you know, our own best public relations. Because, you know, if something great is happening in the schools, if, I'm sorry, if something terrible is happening in schools, oh, they will run and tell that very quickly. But when yeah. something phenomenal is happening, you know, that story doesn't get told nearly as much. And so that's why I'm glad for things like uh, Pass the Scope EDU. Definitely, definitely. Absolutely. All right, so Valerie, we have talked about Pass the Scope EDU and Anytime we're at the table, we always like to, you know, tell stories and get to know people, you know, kind of like at dinner, right? And right. so we've kind of talked shop already with your professionals. So now I want the audience to get to know you as well as a person. You cool with that? That's all right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions, uh, personal questions. All right. Okay. So the first one is, um, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Mm. If I had the ability to, if I had the ability to empower people um, and empower people in a sense to know that their voice is valued, and be able to do that seamlessly. I think that's one of the biggest um, challenges I find is coming across people 
and getting them to believe in their own value and their own worth. And if I had that ability to just convince them easily that you are worth all of this and that you need to function in your confidence, that is a superpower that I certainly would love to have. Kind of going back to may the fourth be with you, you know, play that Jedi mind trick on them, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. All right, cool. So then if there was a, a, a crystal ball then that could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what is it that you would want to know? Ooh. I think for me, I would want to know, is there a million dollars in my future? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get some big corporate contracts? Um, I mean, that would be nice. I, I, I want to be able to leave behind a legacy for my kids. And I, I, I would want to know that I would be able to live, to see my kids grow and to see them become successful. So I, I, I want to make it to that day. We live in a, we live in a brutal world. We live in a cutthroat world. Yes. And it's, you know, now more so than ever, you know, you almost feel like your time li is limited on this earth. And um, I would just want to know, would I be able to live long enough to see my legacy um, continued in my kids and them be successful? Cool, cool, cool. So then going right along with that, I know that's one of your goals then. So then what are some of your other goals for the future? You know what? Um, in college, I always said I want to be able to open up my own school. And, you know, I don't know how true that is for me as much but I really want to be able to just do things on the entrepreneurial side and have an impact. So I don't know that I necessarily need to be tied to a school or a physical brick and mortar, but I certainly want to be able to, to make an impact in the community. Um, so things like, you know, ed obstacles that I do just know that, wow, I could see that just go full force. Um, so that's definitely something that I would say, um, just looking forward into the future, have my entrepreneurial um, act on, so to speak, and, and just knowing that I'm, I'm doing things in that, in that regard. If a, if a brick and mortar school shows up, that's fine, but I don't want to be tied into one location. So, so then tell me about Ed Obstacles. Tell us about what is Ed Obstacles? All right. So Ed Obstacles is an immersive learning experience. You know, I, I've got I've got two boys and a girl and my oldest. I mean, he was all into this American Ninja Warriors series. I'm talking about I mean, he knew all the people, the contestants. He knew what time the show was. I mean, he was obsessed. And I'm like, well, dang, how can I get him to be obsessed about school like this? <laughs> and so I just, you know, it, it just kind of hit me. How might I be able to take what he's so into and marry that with education? And so obstacle courses paired with academic standards at obstacles was born. And so I decided not to just do it all myself, but utilize students at the school to design obstacle courses that they would love to see for other students. So it was designed by students 
for students. And so it was born. We launched that in the fall of 2016 at Maker Fair Atlanta. So it kind of seemed like a lot of great things was happening in 2016. You know, the birth of um, Passoscope EDU and then Ed Obstacles came along shortly after. And so that's what we're doing. We design obstacle courses and we pair them with academic standards. That sounds like a phenomenal idea. You know, and I think you, I think I saw you uh, pass the scope uh, from what one of them kind of looks like, right? Absolutely. Yep. This past uh, fall, October of 2017, we were at Maker Fair again. They invited us back and yep. So you saw the kids and the students in action explaining themselves and, uh, you know, participants coming in and going through the course. Definitely going back to the, the, the power of video as well. I mean, they were definitely enthusiastic about uh, what they were doing during that time. So uh, another question here is, if you were able to live to the age of 90, okay? We know you're going to live to like 190, right? <laughs> but, but let's just say at 90 and either retain the body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life or retain the mind of a 30 year old for the last 60 years of your, your life, which would you want? Give me my mind. I think my mind, you know, I could always work on that body. There's always uh, these magicians, surgeons <laughs> that can make the magic happen, but you can't get a pill <laughs> and you can't get surgery for your mind. Once that mind is gone, that is it. So. I would definitely say mind over body. And look, and if I and if I believe I'm beautiful, ain't nothing nobody can tell me about what the physical looks like. So definitely <laughs> my mind. Definitely. Okay, cool. Beauty is only skin deep anyway, right? That's right. That's right. All right. Well, so then before we go, we always have, you know, anytime we're at the table, uh, we always have uh, uh, our special guest to either tell us a joke or a quick story, uh, and it can be from any of your past experiences. All right, so let's see. Uh, well, I'll go back to how me and my husband met. Um, okay. You know, if you leave it up to him, he'd like to tell you that I was sweating him. And for those of you that, you know, don't understand that vernacular, sweating means I was the one pursuing him. I, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't notice me, but I was all over him. And, you know, we were, we grew up around the same people all our lives, our churches, um, you know, we share the same faith and we had mutual friends all of our lives growing up in Miami, Florida and didn't know each other. And it wasn't until college um, I was coming from doing my student teaching and he actually was working transportation at the college that we went to. And, um, you know, I paid him a compliment. You know, I like a guy who knows how to dress, is well put together and groomed well. So I paid him a compliment that he smelled good. Now it could have been the other way. He could have smelled like he just came out of a locker room, but he smelled good. Well, he took that, me making that comment as I was sweating him. Mind you, I was dating somebody at that time. So there was no way I was flirting with him. And, you know, long story short, we ended up back in Miami, Florida. I ended up teaching at the school where his mom worked. 
And wow. so he came on campus one day and we saw each other from afar. And our college in um, Huntsville, Alabama is a small one. So you recognize a face, you know, you may not know their names, but you recognize like, man, I know you from somewhere. And that's what it was. And then, you know, two and two put together, we ended up dating each other at that point. And, you know, our love story continues to this day. So if you ever meet him in person, He'll swear to death that I was the one that was sweating him and pursuing him. But in all actuality, it was the other way around. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. That's cool, that's cool. So before we get uh, some more like contact information and websites and things of that nature about uh, Pastor Scope and, and everything, do you have any last thoughts or any uh, uh, words for our audience? You know what? Just be be the best you that you can be. You know, um, Dean Ganey published a book recently, The Why in You. Figure out what your why is. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Don't try to walk anybody else's lane. Um, just be confident in what it is that you have, um, the story that you have, and let that let that grow. It's not going to be an overnight sensation. It may be a slow process, and that's okay trust the process don't rush the process and just be a be true to who you are be confident in your ability you don't necessarily need to look for validation from anyone but your crew and your tribe will show up and they will validate what it is that you're doing so just be confident in your ability be the best you that you can be tell your story amplify that put your blinders on have tunnel vision focus and make some changes out here in the world. That is great, that is great. And I am so thrilled to have you as a part of my tribe, I must say, Valerie. Right. And also uh, going back to uh, the why in uh, the why in you um, with Dean Ganey was put out by Edumatch Books, which is also Sarah Thomas um, that you mentioned earlier who helped with um, the past scope uh, earlier that you mentioned. Okay. And she's also a member of the ISTE Digital Equity Network as well. So uh, if you all want to hear more about her, you can check out a previous episode as well. We've had her have a seat at the table as well. So uh, Valerie, tell us where can people get more information about past scope one more time um how can they also give us some information about um ed obstacles if there's a website or something about that and then how can they connect with you online absolutely so to know more about past the scope edu definitely go right to the website www.passthescope edu you want to make sure there are two e's there one at the end of scope and the edu.com uh, to know more about ed obstacles and if you would like some information on that or um, just some professional development or a training workshop where teachers can design their own workshop so that you can have one there at your school edobstacles.com that's ed obstacles with an s.com and then you can find me all across all platforms letter i am the lewis so that v is for valerie i am the lewis and that's on linkedin twitter ig facebook and twitter i am the lewis all right cool so 
Valerie, again, thank you for joining me today and sharing your time, talents, and your treasure with me and the world. Thank you everyone for tuning in, whether you're listening to the audio cast or uh, the video cast on YouTube. Uh, thank you for your participation in this conversation. And like a home cooked meal, I hope this show has nourished your body and your mind. So until next time with me, you will always have a seat at the table. Thank you so much, Valerie. Thank you, Wiley.